world, I'm Jared Cunningham and this is the Freelance Forum. This is a slightly different edition to usual where we have a double bill for you. First we have Carissa Casey, the Deputy Editor at Women's Way and that's followed by Luke Dunn from Film in Dublin. This is episode number 29. The Freelance Forum has been made possible by support from the National Union of Journalists and the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland. Uh, Clarissa, can we just start with your, uh, I suppose, your origin story? Uh, who are you? How did you end up at Harmonia? What did you do there? Sure. Well, I am a print journalist um, by background, so I would have worked in the UK in trade media. And then I came back to Ireland. And bizarrely enough, I was actually the first, um, I was the first technology um, correspondent um, ever in this country um, at the Sunday Business Post and that was a long long time ago that was like back kind of Microsoft Windows and um, all that kind of thing the dot-com bubble and all the rest so I moved briefly into PR for a little while and then I pretty much um, have was um, freelance then for a long time we worked at um, Worked for the Irish Times, the Sunday Times, used to do features for the um, Indo. And then I started working at Harmonia on a different magazine. And now I'm on Woman's Way magazine. I'm deputy editor of Woman's Way magazine. How did everyone there manage dealing with COVID? What kind of changes did that lead to? Yeah, it, um, we all, um, well, I actually came on board in January. So I came on board while um, the whole lockdown was in progress. And um, everybody just worked from home. Uh, it's been pretty okay. Uh, we're able to do an awful lot uh, via Zoom and we work off the clouds. And um, there's the odd time, I think, um, you know, maybe on print days or just kind of, you know, things get a little bit stressy where you kind of feel it would be so much easier if there was somebody over the other side of the office that you could just hey, are you doing that now? Rather than the whole kind of, it seems like an awful palaver to be phoning somebody or emailing somebody and whatnot. Um, but aside from that, it's working really well. I think everyone's adapted to it. In terms of uh, if I'm a freelancer and I'm interested in pitching for Woman's Way or indeed one of the other magazines that you might have worked with there at Harmonia, uh, what advice would you have for me? What's a good time of the week? What can, are you looking for an email, a uh, phone call? What's the best way to approach you? Um, probably via email. I don't think there's any particular time of the week because um, we work very far ahead. Um, and that's something to bear in mind if you're pitching. Like I'd be pitching um, uh, Christmas ideas at me now, right? Um you're a bit late on Halloween. We've kind of done our Halloween stuff. Um, so we Just to be clear, we're recording here on the uh, start of September. So about four months out. Kind of, yeah. Like um, if you want to get in there, because we'll start filling them up ourselves. And um, there are kind of things that we know are going to be happening. So we'll start kind of bouncing ideas around. And if you've got a good idea, put it in there because you, you'll be in the mix if it's a strong enough idea. Um, one of the key things, though, um, particularly for print, and I kind of find this, I, I don't know whether it's fair to say just younger people, when they're used to writing for um, digital and online, um, 
you kind of have to remember there are certain things about print. So first of all, um, there are deadlines. And if you've got a print deadline, that's it. You've got your slot at the printers and you have to have your stuff in. Um, so it is really, really important to stick with deadlines. It's not um, like, say, in a digital situation where, oh, I can put this up an hour late and it's not really going to be the end of the world. Um, it is in print and um, your copy goes through a whole process involving other people. So if you're late, you're delaying everybody else and you're you're just messing up with schedules. So deadlines are very, very important if you're given a deadline. And also clean copy. Um, so when something appears in print, if there's a spelling mistake, if somebody's name is spelt wrong, if there's a number that's wrong or there's a, a, a major factual error, um, there's nothing that you can do until the next issue comes out and you have to print an apology. So it's really important that we start off with good, clean copy, that when copy comes in, um, just basic things like people's names are spelled right and you check the spelling of their name with them and you use that same spelling all the way through the copy um, and that you double check your um, place names, any figures that you're putting in, all of those kind of basic things. Um, that's critical in, pink, in, in print. I personally think it's also really important in digital, but um, I suppose it's easier to correct in digital because you can kind of just go in on a website and, and make a change or make an edit and, and that's it corrected. It's not possible in print. So um, those um, issues, like they're top of my list. <laughs> they're even more important than your strong idea. Um, the fact that you will turn in clean copy on time, that is just, I, I don't want to work with people who can't do that because I don't have the time to be rewriting your copy and double checking your your kind of spelling mistakes or your factual mistakes. Well, we're, we're actually two weekly. Um, so we were prior to the pandemic um, weekly. And then just during the pandemic, just to keep things going and um, make things a bit easier, we moved to weekly. Um, that said, we do still tend to work very far in advance. We're not trying to compete with um, a lot of the digital sites in terms of celebrity news, because all of that information generally tends to be out there by the time um, we come out. So if you can imagine, actually, this Thursday, we're going to print with an issue and it'll be in the shops on Monday. but anything could have happened like you know Britney Spears could have you know I don't know split up with her boyfriend by now or her she's just gotten engaged but you know that might be all off by next Monday so we don't tend to kind of try and compete in terms of that sort of celebrity news or whatnot um, and you know we do work for quite far in advance um, so there is it like the time is not the issue and especially if it comes an email if it's an interesting idea and more importantly really for me if you can show me that you've got good print background um then you know that can go into a folder and i'll hang on to it and i'll i'll keep it there now i would say at the moment we did a shout out for um print uh journalists and uh, got some brilliant responses. There are great print journalists out there. Um, so um, there's a lot of competition at the moment just in terms of woman's way. Uh, but certainly, um, you know, pitch ideas in. Are you looking for any particular kind of ideas? Uh, 
a review is going to be difficult, obviously. Uh, it's going to have the same problems you were mentioning there with topicality. The movie that's out today, by the time you hit the news shelves, everyone's going to have to see that the red tech reviews already. But are you looking for interviews? Are you looking for human features? Interviews are always interesting and any kind of like, um, yeah, if there's like a, a, a good human interest story, um, we tend to be very supportive and we kind of make a, a point of being very supportive of um, small Irish businesses, particularly in the kind of the beauty and makeup space. Um, and like we've done, gotten just some great kind of um, uh, companies in there, uh, like these two sisters out in the Wicklow Bogs and they're making beauty products out of um, peat. So that kind of thing is really interesting and we're always kind of up for anything like that. Any kind of new angle on something. So Halloween, for example, like that comes around every year. And I sometimes feel I've just run out of ideas as to how to cover Halloween in a magazine because um, I could tell you the top 10 most haunted houses in Ireland off the top of my head. Uh, I've done them so much. So if you've any just if you can kind of bring some new angle to something that we cover constantly then um that's always important and if there is a new trend uh like for example one of the ones that i raised at the meeting <laughs> which is the idea that an awful lot of women of my age um, end up buying um their fellas clothes for them and that we should probably do something on uh like dressing your man um which i haven't seen anywhere else and yet i kind of think that that will ring a bell with an awful lot of women right so um so if you can kind of just think of something even from your particularly if you're a typical you know you'd be in our kind of category of reader so it's female plus we say 35 i think it's probably kind of 40 plus right um but just what are your day-to-day -day issues and like could any of those be translated into a feature for women's way do you think other women would relate to what you're saying are you always looking for uh just have to have strong uh, irish angles or more international stories as well uh no very much um irish angles uh like we can buy in kind of uh copy on overseas stories so where we really would use freelancers here would be always on um irish stories and like it's important to us as a magazine we're one of the very few independent irish women's magazines left in the market um and if you walk into the shop you'll see it's just surrounded by Oh, like anything up to 30 UK magazines that are coming in here. So, you know, how do we stand out? We stand out by providing people with Irish content. And when you read Women's Way, you, you get your euro price, you get where to, to be able to source it in Ireland and um, just all of those type of issues. So Irish content. I mean, I don't know whether it's worth me re-emphasizing all over again, like just learn the craft of what you're doing, learn how to, you know, get into the habit of double checking somebody's name, spelling. It all sounds so basic, Jared, but you have no idea what I'm on the receiving end of and no explanation marks. <laughs> I, like, is that just kind of 
make me sound like a real school teacher now. <laughs> makes you sound like an editor. I know, exactly. Well, I just have another little spiel about just the, the, the importance of good quality copy, short sentences. Okay, so in terms of the type, the style that we have in Woman's Way, we would very much be, it's informal, I think, um, um, but not overly um, informal. So we would still be very, um, you know, careful that we um, are always grammatically correct, that um, we have nice, short, snappy sentences, that we don't use, you know, unfamiliar words and phrases unnecessarily, and that if we are using something that we know our readers aren't going to understand, we, we explain what it is we're talking about. It should feel like a nice, comfortable chat with somebody who is knowledgeable. That's really what we're aiming for in a feature. Um, but really, really important to emphasise um, the whole issue of getting things right. I mean, um, I just feel almost like ethically when you're working for a print magazine, people are paying to um, read your copy and you have a responsibility to provide them with accurate um, information and things like exclamation marks um, is just a big bugbear and I, I don't know whether I, it's coming from Instagram that people are so used to kind of seeing lots of kind of insta exclamation marks exclamation marks and even some of the terms like we have this um, other issue with people writing lash on this cream and just very um sort of uh, just not the language that we would use at woman's way like uh, partly because maybe we're an older group of women but also um it's overly familiar and it just doesn't work as well in print as it might do in something like Instagram. So to be very, very careful, particularly if you're starting out to understand the difference between print and Insta uh, or content creation generally. You worked with other magazines in Harmonia before. So, yeah, well, Woman's Way is the only magazine left in Harmonia now because Irish Tatler and um, Food and Wine is, have gone to um, the Sunday Business Post. So they're published as part of the Sunday Business Post. So they're not um, on the they're not in the retail space the way we still are. You uh, magazine, it stopped in print. I'm not sure whether it's still available online. So, yeah, they're the only magazine. So Woman's Way is the only Harmonia magazine left. Um, but um, that's just the way print magazines, I'm afraid, these days. It's a very, very tough market. And particularly when you're an Irish magazine, because, like I say, it, it, most, especially in the women's space, there's like 30 or 40 magazines coming in from the uk chris casey thanks for joining me and to everyone listening uh, stay safe and take care out there this has been the freelance forum podcast with jared cunningham i'm coming up next is luke dunn
Hello world, I'm Jared Cunningham. This is the Freelance Forum 2021 podcast series. Over the years, the Freelance Forum has been made possible by support from the National Union of Journalists and the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland. This is episode number 29. I'm talking with Luke Dunn from Film in Dublin about film criticism and reviews. Uh, Luke, uh, can we just start with your origin story? Uh, tell me a little bit about uh, who you are, how you ended up producing a film scene. Well, I had started writing just myself uh, a film blog years ago, and then I started doing reviews and the occasional feature for a Irish site, which isn't around anymore, called Film Fix, which is run by a fellow called Ross O'Neill. And Ross very generously let me come on board. I think I sent him some mad pitch about some very obscure film uh, about leprechauns. Whoopi Goldberg was in it. Very strange stuff altogether. And he read what I what I pitched to him, and he was like, mm, "Yeah, <laughs> maybe if you want to try doing something else." And so yeah, so I, I would do reviews and and the occasional feature for him. And as that site started to wind down. Um, I found I just I wanted to keep doing what I was doing and really wanted to highlight and kind of showcase a lot of what was going on in Dublin City in particular in, in the kind of the film arena because I felt particularly at that time that there was so much going on that even I didn't kind of know about um, in terms of film festivals, small film festivals, kind of weekend events, special kind of screenings and stuff. So in 2016, I started our site film in Dublin to kind of show different festivals, different kind of short films, different new upcoming filmmakers and stuff like that. And, you know, it's kind of, it's a volunteer led thing. It's me, it's my sister, it's a, it's a couple of friends kind of a thing, but it's something that I've always wanted to kind of expand. Just because I really believe in the film culture in Ireland and in the talent of film writers and film critics and writers in general in Ireland. You know, there's a fantastic pool of people out there. So the zine that we started, Pretty Deadly Films, was really our kind of attempt to expand from what we were doing. You know, we still have filmindublin.ie, but to kind of have a spin-off, if you like, of that into something that just offers more opportunity to, to writers in Ireland. And is, is this been run? You, you mentioned at the start this was like voluntary efforts, but are you, are, is this been run as something that is uh, paying opportunities for writers? or has So Pretty Deadly Films, the zine that we run about four or five times a year, that is a paid opportunity for writers, yes. So the idea was that if we had something that we published online and in print a couple of times a year um, we would be able to offer writers a fully paid opportunity writers and artists and the idea was that if we concentrated our efforts on that we'd be able to a finance it you know to, to, to be able to offer that and b to to really get a very concentrated kind of selection from from writers, like very carefully considered pitches. We would get kind of the best people coming in to, to submit to us because I would look at some of the writers 
that I knew, you know, the context that I developed from film in Dublin, uh, working for other sites or working uh, freelance. And I would just think these people are so talented and they're so good at what they do. They deserve more and more opportunities to do it. So it's really, for me, it's about why, I mean, the opportunities are there in Irish publications or on, in Irish media, but it's just about creating one more opportunity, I suppose, to, to be paid what you deserve for the work that you do and to kind of to offer different kind of pitches, particularly in the film arena for, for the kind of work that people are doing. Okay, so four or five, you're coming out what, every two, three months or so? About that, yeah. So our, our last issue was in June and we are just about finishing up our next issue, which will be about, which will be out on the 17th of September. So by the time people are listening, that will be out and available. And then we'll be taking a bit of a break. And around November, we'll be looking to get submissions again for our next issue, which should be December. So generally what we do is once we're open for submissions, we put the call out on our website, filmandum.ie, and on our social media accounts. And we kind of have a, a few slots, like we'll say openly, we've got four spaces available for writers this issue. And we're open to submissions until whatever deadline date that we provide. And people can pitch us in then at filmdubbin at gmail.com uh, with, their, uh, with their submissions. We usually operate on a particular theme. So again, we would say when we're putting the call out for writers, this is our theme. This is when it's coming out. Let us know your ideas. Your acronym is PDF. Are you a print product or just an electronic file? So the idea when we started was to stick to purely electronic files that you could download from our website and kind of see where it expands from there. And yeah, the, the uh, I hope Adobe don't kind of bring me up from their legal department or anything like that. But yes, the idea was that it would be um, an online publication and we kind of see where we went from there. We do make print copies available on our online shop, which is, it's on the Gumroad uh, site. We, we sell through that. So if people order an online, a, a print version, we do make that available, but primarily it's available for people to download online. And where do, where do they where do they order a print version again? That's from gumroad.com. So it's gumroad.com forward slash pretty deadly films, all one word. Um, and the online downloadable version, that's pay what you want. We're really trying to encourage people to get a lot of eyes on what we're doing and to get a lot of eyes on the articles and artwork that's being put out for the publication. So there's a suggested price, but it's it's kind of whatever people are, especially with how things are at the moment, um, it's whatever people are free to or available to pay or happy to pay. You know what I mean? It's more, for me particularly, it's about, particularly at the moment, it's about building up the, the kind of, building up the eyes that are on what we're doing, you know? And are you looking mainly for reviews, overviews of particular genres, interviews with filmmakers or actors? Is there a particular kind of what 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 does your ideal article pitch look like? So for pretty deadly films, what I'm really excited about for that is it offers the opportunity to, for writers to really kind of I know it's a cliche, but to think outside of the box in terms of what they're pitching. So when we had put out a particular theme, anything that a writer thinks is within that theme that is beyond the usual kind of content of reviews, interviews, etc. 
that is more kind of in the area of features, like just just creative ideas for articles. So they can be about particular film that 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 um, that that writer loves within that theme, you know, within that genre. Say, for example, it can be here's a particular performance by an actor in a film that fits this theme that I've always loved and I wish more people had seen it, you know. Um, for example, the issue that we're putting out in September is all about movie music. It's called uh, Bangers, Bops, and Needle Drops. And like we have the writer Jen Gannon, Jennifer Gannon, uh, she'll be doing an article on the music in the films of Sofia Coppola. We have an article by one writer called Francesco Francesco Bacci, which is about um, needle drops, like those perfect introductions of music in movies, specifically uh, in his article in uh, like LGBT films, you know, so it's like these, these particular songs in films that resonated from that point of view, you know. And yeah, if there's something that, that a writer thinks when they see the particular themes that we put the call out for that they think, I've always wanted to write about this, but I've never thought that I'd have the pitch submitted. Send it to us because it's the kind of thing that we're looking for. Different ideas, different from the usual kind of reviews. Here's the latest releases. Here's the latest news. Different from that kind of thing. And yeah, Pretty Deadly Films is our opportunity to do that. So we're really trying to uh, just let people's you know creativity in that flourish. I, I'm a very I'm a very light touch as an editor, or I try to be, you know. Uh, particularly for the for the magazine. So um, when you see the when you see the particular um, themes that we put out, just I, I really suggest you know have a think and and just get in touch. And the thing as well, Jer, is that I would I would suggest it's 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 open to any kind of writer. You know, I think people can think, oh well, it's a film publication. Film's not my usual beat. I, I don't know if it's for me, but like if you're a music writer and you see the theme and you think, well, just I love that song in that particular movie or, you know, oh, if you, <laughs> even if you write about history or whatever and you're like, well, here's a, here's a particular film that I've always loved about this particular time period, anything like that. If you have a think and you think you have something for us, you know, it's, it's one of those I'd love to I'd love to read the submission, you know, the strength of the pitches that we've gotten so far from from writers from Ireland and from other countries has been really brilliant, you know. So I'm, I'm always excited to get more. How would I get in touch with you? Do you have an email that people can reach you at or form on the website? Yeah, so the best way for people to get in touch with us is to email us at filmindublin at gmail.com. And usually, as I say, when we are accepting submissions for the magazine, we'll put that up in an article on our website. And again, that will go out on our socials as well. It'll go out on our Twitter. It'll go out on our Facebook page. It'll go out on our, on our Instagram page. But if people want to email us outside of those times when they're accepting, when we're accepting submissions, they're very welcome to do so. But primarily, yeah, if you see the call out from us for articles, you send us an email with the subject line PDF um, to filmandublin.gmail.com. We'll take a look over it and we'll, we'll get in touch with anybody who <laughs> gets back to us. And the website you mentioned there is filmandublin.ie. That's right, yeah. Uh, you said uh, you were planning around November, you'd start planning for December issue. 
Have you got a theme settled on for that yet, or is that still up in the air? It's still in development at the moment. It's very likely that it's going to be in the general area of uh, women filmmakers, um, like women directing films or even women writing films. Um, What I'm kind of keen to do with that is expand that idea into something uh, a bit wider and a bit more something that just sparks people's creativity and gets people to go okay i don't just want to look up what is a particular film directed by a woman or whatever but what resonates with a particular film directed by a woman or written by a woman that i want to write about so it it's going to be broadly in that area but there'll be something more specific i suppose you'll have to you'll just have to check our site to to, to see for definite what it's going to be but it's something that we were really keen to kind of uh, to to build an issue around, um, and and even in in terms of getting articles in, one of the things that I'm really glad about for what we've done so far is that in the artwork and in the articles, we've had a very good mix in terms of you know diversity and stuff like that, and it's it's something that we're very keen to continue because it's, it's important to not just the magazine but to Film in Dublin as a website. You know, we've always wanted to reflect Dublin and, and Ireland uh, in general in terms of, you know, who's out there and who's watching films and what do they get out of, them, you know. So, again, it's, 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 uh, it's open to submissions from everybody, basically. I think when you're writing a submission for a publication, the best thing to always do is to give that publication a read to get a sense of the, the tone of the articles to get a sense of the tone of the, of the site and things like that. So if people want to, to check out our previous scenes, we've got six out so far, seven by the time people will be listening to this. If they go to gumroad.com forward slash pretty deadly films, as I say, the digital download, it's it's pay what you want. People want to pay <laughs> zero euros. <laughs> I've set it up so that they can do that, so they're welcome to do that. Give us a read, see what our see what our articles are like, and from there go. Well, if I was writing something like that, what would I like to do? And then yeah, just get in touch with us. Other than that, I think that's everything from from my end. Uh, Luke Dunn, thank you for joining me. Uh, to everyone listening, stay safe and take care. This has been the Freelance Forum podcast with Jared Cunningham. The forum, as always, is brought to you by the Dublin Freelance Branch of the National Union of Journalists and made possible by network funding from the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland Sectoral Learning and Development Programme. Music from podsummit.com is released under a Creative Commons Zero license into the public domain. I'm Jared Cunningham. Thanks for listening. Take care and stay safe.